Dear Master, I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can merely twitch and ah! Master, that's not fair. I can never mind. I am my best audience. But I graciously consent to allow you to be in my presence. Oh, thank you, Master. going on people you are the greatest audience welcome to the show it's ruben prime today's day is february 9th 2022 and where have i been well for starters <laughs> technical issues plaguing plague with tech technical issues yeah uh, and also my speech, <laughs> I can't English right now, but uh, uh, just a myriad of issues, just, uh, it's just life. Uh, what can I say? Um, I've been, and I was sick for a good chunk of, uh, towards the end of 2021 into 2022. So, you know, that was fun. That sucked. And, you know, while I was sick, and even before I got sick, it was just a very crazy time. And there was a burnout. And it felt stressed. And, you know, hey, who can who can blame me? Who can blame, you know, you guys listening? Guys and girls listening. And especially when you're just bombarded with news when you you know just look this stuff up on a daily basis it really gets to you and because of that i, I just i kind of wanted to take a step back and i figured okay take a, a, a good week off feel right as rain yeah and life had other plans uh getting sick and I'm telling you, 2021 is is the year that I've gotten sick the most. I haven't gotten sick this many times. And no, I don't got the job. Uh, people, you know, just people I know, people around me, you know, have. So most likely I got it, you know, from them. Try to take care of myself, but... I'm glad that I, I got better when I did. There's so much news came out. I was like, holy crap, like I'm I'm missing this. I, I wanna get my you know, my hat in the ring, wanna jump in, but didn't felt right. But hey, it's good a time as ever. Feeling you know, just I, I just hate the feeling of being isolated. Like it feels like you can't go and talk to someone about anything. I mean, I, I do have that, but even then, you don't want to burden people with, you know, your problems because they got their own problems. And at times I feel like, yeah, they wouldn't understand. And I tend to just 
you know, seclude myself. And, you know, I enjoy my own company, <laughs> to, to say the least. But it's very important for you guys to, you know, to talk to someone, you know. It's time to be alone, take the time alone. But then there's always time to get that, you know, just, just have that that certain someone you can go and talk to about anything. And that's very important. So, you know, we're here back with episode 93 of the podcast, you know, technical difficulties, be damned, uh, using Streamlabs. So the audio portion will be uploaded as normal, but I will be uploading this, this video because I will be uh, showing uh, articles and video clips with sound because holy crap uh today it was a fucking battle but we won and sometimes you gotta you gotta crack a few eggs to to get things right but you know we're here now and again Appreciate you those that stuck around and, you know, had people asking me, hey, done any new podcasts? I said, no, I haven't put out any content, but, you know, people that close to me that know that I do the podcast, they were asking, hey, what's going on? You know, do do I got to come over and kick your ass so you can do podcasts? I'm like, no, because I'll kick your ass. But, yes, I will get some podcasts because I really want to get video out, and I'm doing this test. It's kind of a test, but did a few recordings, and this for sure will will have all the audio. And I should know this because I watch a lot of YouTubers that use Streamlabs, so that's just a F on my part. So I can make fun of myself. I, I can talk shit about myself because I'm comfortable. You know, I make mistakes, but, you know, I learn from them. And we got to learn from our mistakes. Because if you don't, that's just bad. And that kind of makes you a loser. You just refuse to learn from your mistakes. So here we are at episode 93, Crack Pipes. Um, in 2022, on Black History Month, news came out that the Biden administration is finalizing a bill where they'll be giving out safe smoking kits, which will contain crack pipes. Yeah, crack pipes. Also, talk about uh, the Canadian uh, trucker uh, convoy, you know, the whole situation with Canada and just my thoughts and everything and and whew, it's um something I've been keeping an eye on, and it's 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 pretty crazy. And this is more news that keeps coming out, um, from uh, Trudeau just putting a man forcing a mandate on the truckers, truckers, you know, striking people in support for the truckers, because as you know, the truckers they've they what keeps the world going, you know, and I support all blue collar workers, truck drivers, you know, garbage men, handymen, things like that. 
the jobs that most people don't want to do, but has to be done. And as uh, Bruce Willis said on Live Free or Die Hard, if if there was someone else to do the job, I let them do it. But since there's no one else around, then I got to do it. I'm the man. You know, I'm that guy. So I always uh, say what you want about Die Hard 4. It has some good parts to it. It wasn't an all bad movie, but it wasn't memorable as the other three. Um, I even say that the first two are just better. And of course, as each movie passes on, like it can't top the previous one. It's just it's just a thing with sequels. But uh then you have the GoFundMe where GoFundMe with the help of the police, you know, Iowa police, they basically shut down the GoFundMe and all the funds were frozen and then were <laughs> they were basically gonna give out the money that people donated to this cause, the truckers out there in Canada to other quote unquote worthwhile causes of their choosing. And of course on GoFundMe you have uh uh Antifa and BLM with their GoFundMe uh campaigns up and no I'm better than I and you know how the year twenty twenty was. Uh do I need to say any more? So that's why people are kind of pissed off. And I don't blame them just for the fact that with Every, you know, with everything that's been going on these past two years, the fact that just this whole country was allowed to be uh, just looted, uh, pillaged, and just chaos uh, ensued for the year 2020 for the summer is it, insane. And that, that, was, that was allowed by the government. That was allowed by the federal government, and that was allowed by the the individual states. Of course, there's all democratic states, but you know, you'll have people say, well, it was mostly peaceful because CNN told me, and I will tell you that you're a fucking idiot. But that's not here or there. The point is that there's hypocrisy, and I'm gonna talk about it. <laughs> Definitely gonna talk about it. Um it, it's it's just wild to me that you have blatant censorship, you have uh, blatant uh, meddling and corruption being done, all because working class people don't want to take a jab. They don't want to take experimental shot. People are tired. They want to go back to normal. And you see all around the world, they've, they're starting to end end or ease these uh, restrictions, these mandates. Because, of course, if you guys haven't remembered, let me enlighten you, it's midterm election. So, of course, they're going to do what's favorable for them politically. It's not just, all oh, they've seen the light. Nah, it's something called the midterm elections, you know? It's something called the midterm elections and watch a lot of people are going to see that uh, people are fed up with the Democrats and 
And trust me, I have no lost love with, with the uh, Republicans because they're, they're full of garbage too. But just right now, the people who are in power are just lunatics. And we can't play nice. We can't can't play Tilly Winks. You know, we can't play footsies with them because they just look what they've done. <laughs> in, in, in a few short years, long if, you know, I say short because time is, is flying by, but some can say long because it's been dragging out. But regardless, just in in one year, let's say two, because you know, doing twenty twenty, they 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 made Trump basically uh, Trump just basically was you know. Uh, with his hands tied <laughs> just just with everything that's going on um by design of course but um we're going to talk about that just with the canadian trucker uh you know uh convoy and everything that's going on up there also we're going to talk about uh joe rogan you know joe rogan excuse me joe rogan and the use of the n-word just again more hypocrisy and if we have time, we'll talk about, uh, uh, we, we can chat about other stuff. But I want to make sure that this this episode does get out. I know something about the number 93. Uh, and I've been having bad luck. I've been trying to get episode 93 out for a good while, for like two weeks. So, um, damn it, we're going to get this episode out. You know, so help me. Um, hopefully I don't get struck by lightning. You know, so that being said, um, that's, uh, let's get into it. But before we do, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, the cesspool of social media, Ruben prime underscore three, my website, RubenPrimeTV.com, and this podcast that you're listening to right now. The Room Prime podcast is available on all major digital platforms. I've uploaded episode 92, I believe, uh, back in January. So that is the most recent podcast I have. Episode of this podcast I have, but Lord willing, I'll be uploading regularly and more frequently because we, we got to. I'm going to make that my pledge for 2022. And as soon as this is uploaded, this will be available for you to listen. You guys are listening to it now. And I have just a backlog of stuff that I want to get to. And um, a little pet project of mine that I want to uh, get done and put out for you guys. But, um, but yeah, let's get into it. So let's talk about crack. Um, there's a content creator on YouTube that I found in 2020 on my recommendeds and cool guy, a young ripper, five, nine, cool dude. And one of the, the things that make me laugh that I just love is just, he just calls the hypocrisy out. He just calls bullshit when he sees it, calls it like he sees it. And one thing that he's been calling these, you know, these leftists are just crackheads. And funny enough, it's literally 
that literally giving out the tools for junkies to smoke crack. And my whole thing is when, when reading this, reading this article, and I read it so many times, it's to me just telling how it's to me is very telling how just how clown world this sounds i still cannot believe it still can't believe it let's go to this article here if i can find it that's what happens when you have a lot of taps so right here damn damn ads we don't we don't want you so the daily mail reports Biden administration denies uh let's see Biden administration denies funding programs that can hand out crack pipes to prevent infection and promote racial equity uh 30 million actually let me refresh this let's refresh this Okay, so they did they deny right outright <laughs> they deny outright, but of course, if course people read the bill it says here thirty million dollar grant program will distribute funds to nonprofits and local governments to make drug use safer and advance racial equity it, again, you're putting a dirty substance into your body. And well, we gotta we gotta make sure that they're clean, uh, that they're clean um, uh, supplies and, and you know syringes and, and pipes. Like you're smoking crack, you're shooting up heroin or meth. You're smoking this shit. You're you're, you're shooting up your veins. It, it, since when? Since when do people? care because if people really care they'll say hey we gotta do away with, with the drug problem of course they're not going to in a in an age where we've been told for two years or so that uh natural immunity isn't a thing even though it is but you know because it's not uh, financially uh it goes against their their interest financially and politically to actually recommend things that will actually help people deal with COVID and also things, you know, like drug abuse and mental health. They're going to go about this where, yeah, we're just going to just give people the tools to, to get high. But then they claim, oh, it's, it, it's not true. And you have people just shut up lie and say oh that's not true it's not true this this is not this is impossible no when the bill says well included in the grant is made to purchase safe smoking kits and supplies insane a president biden's health and human service department denied that it's finalizing a plan to fund uh for funding the dole out crack pipes to drug addicts as part of its harm reduction plan it's funny because when i read this the headline was totally different so obviously they've updated it. So they updated it uh February 9th. So 
they updated this right after I did my second recording. It's it's wild <laughs> because people were getting wind of this, so now they got to be like, "Oh, we're this isn't true," but of course it is true. This is absolutely true without a doubt, without a fact. Because in it, it says included in the grant is made to purchase safe smoking kits and supplies. A spokesperson for the HHS told the Washington Free Beacon uh, that included in these kits could be uh, could be pipes for users to smoke substances like crack cocaine and crystal methamphetamines and any illicit substance. And then got this. Handing out pipes is also intended to promote users to smoke rather than inject themselves with some substances like meth as injections for more riskier. The, the safe, they're talking about safe, it's, it's fucking crack. Like, I, I, I'm in 2022, uh, 30 plus years living on this planet. Like I would, I would be damned if I was told, "Hey, for years from now, you're gonna be talking about crack on a fucking podcast." I, I just still can't believe I'm, I'm uttering these words here. But of course, with this administration on Black History Month, because of course the reason why they're retracting this is because yeah, it's. It's yeah, it's a bad look. We're talking about this giving crack pipes to applicants for the program get priority if they served underserved communities such as African Americans, Native Americans, or LGBTQ. Like that that that's all we needed to you know that that's all we needed to uh to see right here. So that's why they went and uh, retracted this. Because, of course, it was a bad look. And, of course, they they bring up... uh, Let's see. Estimated 100,306 drug overdose deaths in the past... Excuse me, in the uh, 12 months period ending in April 2021, according to the CDC, a 28.5% increase from the year prior. Fentanyl, meth. I mean, also there's things like, you know, prescription pills, you know, people self-medicating, over-medicating due to, you know, the stresses of being locked down. But these people went and, uh, uh, they were saying, hey, the, the the reason why people are getting heart attacks is because stress from the pandemic when it's something else, but we already know something else. But again, stuff that we couldn't say beforehand, now it's starting to be allowed. Okay, you you have our permission to talk about this. You have our our consent. It's okay to talk about things like vitamin D, which we will talk about which we'll talk about here. It's just crack. The, the fact that they're saying, hey, we, we gotta we're gonna do this because we want these people to to 
do drugs safely is fucking crack. Like you're putting a dirty substance in your body. I mean, at least with weed, you know what you're getting into unless you get it off of some random person. But if you you, you get good marijuana, you know where you're getting it at. You don't got to worry. But things like fucking uh, meth, crack, which I recommend no one do. But <laughs> I'd rather people do, you know, rather smoke weed than take pharmaceutical drugs and and meds, prescription meds. That's just me. Let's see, where is... Okay. So, reading this, because at least this article wasn't updated or redacted, it's, it's crazy that I was talking about this in 2020. You know, the people I know, people I work with. And we were all in the hysteria of COVID. And people were saying, hey, vitamin D, hey, vitamin C, you need to boost your immune system. You know, COVID, you know, the coronavirus is basically part of the influenza family. You know, corona, head, head cold. You know, but people and understand they were, you know, they, they, they drunk the fear Kool-Aid. And because of that, and because of that, like people went crazy, like buying shit ton of uh, toilet paper, paper towels, Lysol cans, Lysol, excuse me, Lysol spray, Lysol wipes. Like, the world is ending. Because, again, fear. And, of course, I remember for a while, it was kind of difficult to get things like vitamin C and vitamin D because you had those people, instead of buying out all the fucking Lysol products and paper products, they've instead got things to boost their immune system. And now, in 2022 after people were getting banned and their you know pe- people's accounts were getting banned and suspended and and youtube videos were taken down because they they dared to utter words like hey vitamin d is good vitamin c zinc coroclin and other stuff that i can't say because this will be on youtube and uh the overlord susan on youtube is scouring and using her her algorithm bots to scan for any words or phrases that they they deem undesirable. And also that's why I say, speak to your doctor, speak to your medical physician. So that being said, it's crazy. And people, even still to this day, they bring, they talk about things that have been proven medically things that have been shared and, and discussed and published by uh, medical by medical uh, scholars. And yeah, they still get taken down. Things that maybe one other channel may post, but of course another person shares it, talks about it, gives their opinion, will be taken down. So 
is obviously a oh excuse me is obviously a bias at work when it comes to this talking about this it's just ridiculous we know about natural immunity we know about uh, vitamin c we know about vitamin d and the sun something that people don't get enough of because uh a there are a lot of people who are vitamin d deficient especially african-americans are vitamin d deficient um or the melanin won't help if you don't get a good source of vitamin d and vitamin c and zinc and of course remember not to take so much of those because you can get uh it can become toxic if you take it if you take too much of it that's common sense as someone wise told me too much too much of anything is bad for you and that's where you got to take the right amounts everything is about balance in this world but i digress uh, vitamin d could be a piece of covid 19's complex puzzle Israeli scientists say after a new study finds a link between deficiency and severe illness, which again, people were talking about this in 2020 at the start of this pandemic. People that had a a keen eye that were ahead of the curve with this is a reason why a lot of people for the longest were able to deal with COVID. And I'll get to it. I want to read this. Uh, Israeli scientists say that they found striking differences differences in chances of getting severely ill from COVID-19 when compared patients who had sufficient vitamin D levels prior to contracting the disease with those who didn't. Study published on Thursday in a research journal, PLOS1, found that about half of people who were vitamin D deficient before getting COVID-19 developed severe illnesses. The severe illness compared to less than 10% of people has sufficient levels of the vitamin in their blood. We know vitamin D is vital for bone health, but its role in protecting against severe COVID-19 is less well established. And there's a lot of things that vitamin D is, uh, is good for and what it, what it can do, the benefits of it, it's a long list. And it's for immune support. So is vitamin C, but there's a reason why our planet is in a, a perfect, nothing's ever perfect, but a good distance away from the sun. There's a reason why we need water, we need sunlight, we need oxygen to. We need these things to survive, as well as food, but the sun, oxygen, water. And to me, it's just criminal that just common sense uh, research to, you know, with vitamin D was just so uh, covered up, was just pushed out because it, it did not do well with you know with the whole narrative of COVID-19 because they wanted people to, to they wanted people to get sick they wanted as much people sick as possible because mind you in the beginning of all this we were told uh yeah uh, cloth masks don't work 
Fauci said that first. Then he retracted and said, yeah, they do work. Then we were told, hey, you know, two weeks to slow the spread. Then it became a month, two months, three months, four months, six, 12 months, 24 months. Then we have, you know, the job. Then we have, you know, the first two shots, then the booster. Then they're talking about a fourth shot. It's like none of these things work when we have things that do work. But no, they want us to take their poison. They want us to... They are going to give safe smoking kits before they give out hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. There's a reason why they don't want to give out ivermectin. There's a reason why, but I cannot say it. It's, it's insane. There's a concerted effort to, to basically silence uh, any talk about these other uh over the kind of stuff. And even worse with vitamin D, like a natural immunity, we were told, hey, natural immunity, oh, those who say natural immunity is a thing, there was a conspiracy theorist, and COVID-19, the COVID-19 vaccine is much more effective than natural immunity. When I heard that, I was like, yeah. They're, they're basically saying, yeah, we're funded by Pfizer without actually saying that they're funded by Pfizer. I mean, they don't even have to say. Just look at all the adverts on on their on on mainstream television in the mornings and afternoons during the news. During the news, you see it. It's 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 so crazy. They're saying it without saying it, but they don't have to say it outright because the advertisement says it all. Let's see, uh, and I'm just just. Moving on, uh, Doris said the findings suggest that vitamin D helped bolster the immune system to deal with viruses that attack the respiratory system because coronavirus is respiratory illness. Uh, this equal uh, is this is equally relevant to Omicron as it was previous as it was for previous variants. Uh, Doris said. Let's see, the research doesn't prove that vitamin D protects against COVID-19 and isn't a green light to avoid vaccines and take vitamins instead. Vaccines cut the risk of Omicron hospitalizations, right? Particularly after a boost up by 90%. Because, of course, they got to say this. They got to say this. Most vitamin D comes from direct sunlight. It's also in foods such as fatty fish, mushrooms, egg yolks, and supplements. And I'm saying this because I'm vitamin D deficient. So, of course, I had to take much more vitamin D than than most people. So, it's crazy to me that during all this time, you had, this again, this effort to, to silence and to ignore actual science stuff that's already established with vitamin D, but all of a sudden this revelation, oh my God, vitamin D, there's, there's a link, just like with obesity and COVID-19. If you're obese and you catch COVID, you're going to get severe, you're gonna get it severely because your body has to work just over time 
because of your weight. And when you're obese, you have more health complications. There's so many things that someone that's obese have to deal with health-wise. But no one brought that up. And when people did, they were, of course, called all types of uh, of just phobes, all these types of things, just because uh, we got to worry about people's feelings. It's crazy to me. But to end it on this, talk to your financial, I mean, these people are talking to to Pfizer, who who is that financial benefactor in this, but talk to your medical advisor, talk to your medical physician when dealing with just anything. You're taking a vitamin, talk to your doctor, because of course... We had to say that in 2020. It is, uh, common sense is, is a thing that we had to tell people what to do because of YouTube and stuff like that. So we're going to stop sharing the screen. And where is... Where is... Yeah, actually... Apologies. Okay, so I was going to play the two-minute clip that I have from uh, uh, Justin Trudeau and the parliament being huckled, but just to save on time, a lot of time, we're just going to play... We're just going to play this short clip Let's see. Vaccine mandates and the fact that Canadians stepped up to get vaccinated to almost 90% ensured that this pandemic didn't hit as hard here in Canada as elsewhere around the world. We stayed focused on following the science, on uh, promoting public health rules, and Canadians stepped up in their communities. They stepped up for their frontline health workers. They stepped up for each other. And Canada has been never been so strong and together as we are now. Jesus, he was getting heckled. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the, the, play the rest of the clip, the full clip. Because holy shit, like he he was getting heckled, and the fact that uh, <laughs> just the fact that people are fed up in Canada, and I, and I feel for you know our, our you know our brothers from the north, you know brothers and sisters from the north, because it, it's crazy that can Canadians they, they're nice people, and the fact that they're pissed off about this it shows that yeah, like. People are starting to wake up. When Canadians get pissed, you know something is up. And Trudeau is a fucking moron. Canada has never been so strong and together as we are now when he has done everything in his in his power to divide Canadians. It's, it's this illusion, this delusion, matter of fact, of... of these politicians to think that what they're doing is best because they feel that, hey, we're we're doing this for your own good, you know? We we gotta do this for your own good. Like we, we know what's but we know what's best for you. 
we, we, we know. We, we know what's best for you. Don't, don't, don't dispute. Don't, uh, don't fight it. Just understand that we're, we're doing this for your own good. Let's see here. Trying to find this. Trying to find this. Jesus, I have so many fucking likes. Just play the, the full clip. Yeah, we're going to play this other clip here. Play this other clip here. And I'm remembering to share the audio. It's goddamn. <laughs> all right, let's play it. I think one of the things uh, we all understand is just how frustrated everyone is. Um, we're all frustrated. We're all sick and tired of restrictions, of, of mandates, of having to, to make sacrifices, of not being able to do the things we love. It's been two years, and it's, and it's really, really tiring for all of us. This government has been focused every step of the way on following the best science, following the best public health advice to keep as many people safe as possible. And quite frankly, it's worked. We've seen uh, the curves uh, lower in Canada than elsewhere. We've seen lower death rates. We've seen quicker economic recovery because, because Canadians stepped up, because Canadians got vaccinated. And I can understand frustrations with mandates, but mandates are the way to avoid further restrictions or having to be restricted. As people get vaccinated, as Canadians have gotten vaccinated, we've been able to get through things. And this team is going to stay focused on doing exactly that. Yep, and he said it. He said it perfect. I can understand frustrations with mandates, but mandates are the way to avoid further restrictions because in their eyes, yeah, it's going to be another variant. It's going to be, we got to worry about the, the next big one. So we got to keep things locked down. We got to have this zero COVID uh, uh, thing going on, which will never, is something that will never be obtained. Never be obtained. It's just as ridiculous as giving safe smoking kits for under, let me get this right, let me get this right, underserved communities. It's just to, to get zero COVID, one thing has to, has to go to zero. I'm just going to leave it at that. But you have this ridiculousness that uh, people... <clears throat> that people are, are people are just fed up. People are just sick and tired of all this. Can, again, Canadians get tired when when they get upset. It's real, and we feel that sentiment all you know all around the world. People are protesting. They they want this to end. People just want to move on and just live with this and go on with their normal lives, not having to to deal with mandates and being told if you don't take this, then you won't have a job. Take this, or else your livelihood is gone. Take this, or you won't be able to help 
people, which mind you, nurses that were working in the front lines, we called them heroes. Remember that in 2020? Like, yeah, the, the, we... We threw parades for them. We we gave them standing ovations. And then in 2021, in the fall of 2021, it was like, hey, uh, we're mandating the vaccine. And if you don't take it by this date, you won't have a job. The ridiculousness. And to me, I was telling that, and again, just even far back, as even before all this, mandates it was never about people's health because they constantly uh suppressed actual actual medicine that can deal with COVID-19 never talked about uh good diet exercise healthy lifestyle never just stay in your house order DoorDash Uber Eats uh don't go outside, don't get any fresh air, put your three masks on, put your face shield on, you know, get your, your three jabs, your the three, the three time Pfizer champion, right? That's what they've been telling you. They just sell you fear. And people are done being afraid. They're done with this crap. They just want to go about their lives. They're tired of being told that what's being done to them is for their own good because of course you these people are just 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 lunatics they're diabolic we're doing what's best for you i think someone in a dictator in in uh in germany said something like that too and you know his uh soldiers said something to the effect of that too during the 1930s and 40s, I believe, said the same thing. You know, we're doing this for your own good. And then after the fact, hey, we're just following orders. Same thing with the cops. Arresting people here in New York City, for example, you know, New York uh, native. People getting arrested for not having their vaccine cards. Kids getting, you know, having the cops being approached. They don't have the vaccine card, their vaccine papers. You know, Army veterans, Marine veterans getting arrested for not having the vaccine papers to eat at fucking Burger King or uh, Arby's or Fridays, I believe. It's crazy. It's insane that... Uh, this is going on, and you have these cops saying, hey, I was just following orders. Hey, I was just doing my job. Sure. And, again, I have no lost love with the police because when they are, when they're for freedom and they go about just being for, you know, being for the, you know, the right of the, of the public, they're great. But the fact that a lot of these cops are just going along with this, they're arresting people. And it's not surprising because, you know, all throughout the years when, you know, I don't, don't mean to go on the tangent, but, you know, going on the years when you had these these big meetings, you know, the, the G20, the G8, the G7, they got the, the cops, they got the National Guard keeping guard 
and arresting protesters. You know, so we already know where they where they stand for the most part. It's not the individual person; it's the the whole apparatus. Is the uh, it's the culture. So that's where it's at. But to me, what's going on in Canada? It's 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 hope, and of course, it's never. We we can't just say oh, okay they they won because. There's still craziness going on. Um, I'll just play this clip. Let's see. Let me play this clip if I can find it. If I can find it. Uh... Damn, lost it, but basically uh, the truckers that were getting their, their firewood confiscated by the police. And it's like, wow, so they can't even have firewood? All right, I, I've seen, you know, I've seen everything. I've seen everything. Um... But yeah, let, I wanna I wanna go on to actually where is that article? Where is that article? Wow, we had a we had a damn uh, ATV, like two ATVs, on my block. It's like twelve. It's it's uh, twelve forty two a.m. and these people have no like fucking compassion with people. They gotta get up in the morning to go to work. Assholes. But let me find because I actually want to quickly talk about. Uh, damn, where the hell is that? Is that article? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay, so I want to talk about this quickly before I get into Joe Rogan. Because, of course, you had, you had people call out the hypocrisy of one Peter Dinklage all because Snow White had actual dwarves playing the seven dwarves in the live adaptation. And to me, it's not about social justice. It's not about, uh, it's never about social justice with these people. All it is, is just, well, the spotlight isn't on me. The spotlight isn't on me. So I'm going to do everything possible to make sure that the spotlight remains on me, even even at the cost of people's lives and, and jobs, uh, livelihoods and jobs. 
So I'm going to find because I really like I really want to talk about it. Let's see. Here we go. Just you know, quickly talk about this because it just shows the the hypocrisy from from these fucking people. Do it like this, yes. Do it like that, so people can actually read. So, Peter Dinklage, Snow White complaint blasted by dwarf performers. He's trying to take roles away, as of course he will, because it's not about social justice. It's not about oh, it's like have I've non if I've if uh ugh, have I not said anything on my soapbox? It's crazy. Despite Peter Dinklage's recent attempt to position himself as a progressive champion by railing against the continued the depiction of Snow White's seven dwarfs uh, companions as dwarfs, a number of other dwarf performers, including WWE star uh, Dylan Hornswoggle, uh, uh, Pulse, uh, Potsy, excuse me, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I apologize, believed that the Hollywood actors' commitment to be woke could threaten their livelihoods and ruin opportunities for others like them. Uh, British actor uh, Kun Tan, again, if I'm pronouncing this wrong, I apologize, who starred a number, who starred as a number of Snow White's companions in various uh, productions across England, told the Daily Mail he felt like Dinklage's comments were hypocritical as... Quote, a lot of my colleagues and myself rely on the work that you know, the work to get by. And it's just embracing your uniqueness because I played a part. They utilize my body building and other people's skills. And when I played a part, it makes me feel quite impressive because I feel like the spotlight's on us and it's quite a magical experience. Just on to be on stage, it really helps my confidence, Tan said. Quote, I think everyone who does it, they do it because they enjoy it. They wouldn't do it otherwise. I encourage Disney to stick to the original, as they should. And it's just proof that the this fucking asshat here, it's not about being a champion of progressiveness. It's just I want all the roles. I want to be the only, the only big fish in a really small pond to have all the roles. I have all the accolades. That's all this is. These a lot of these actors and actresses in Hollywood, they they be woke, but in reality, they just want all the accolades. They don't want no one else in the spotlight next to them because if they really were about inclusiveness, they will encourage, you know, these dwarves to be themselves, to embrace who they are. But just a lot of again these leftists and their crackhead way of thinking when it comes to being progressive and being woke because it's never about actual social justice with these with, with this fucking clown and other clowns like him in Hollywood. He's literally taking jobs from these people, food from, you know, out of their table. Livelihood's gone because this fool is so greedy and selfish. 
and we'll read a little bit more. Tanfurter noted that his fear that if Disney were to ultimately abide by Dinklage's request, the Dwarf Pacific roles will be eliminated from widespread production altogether, as he will be. He, he believes it will be a knock on the effect, a knock on effect, because other people might think that it might be derogatory to have dwarves in a certain role, and it's not. It's a reason why I feel like in life, everyone has a purpose. If you want to have a good adaptation of a story, you try to find the best people for the job. And it's not putting them down or talking shit or making fun of them because they enjoy it. And they're fucking cool. Doors are fucking awesome people. It's a shame that you have people using, literally using their size as a way to get virtual signaling points all the while taking roles away. It's just the hypocrisy of this this fool. Because, of course, when he was in, um, when he was in uh, the Avengers, uh, you know, in the Avengers movie, of course, no complaints. But it's it's just it's crazy. Like the, this, it's just proof that this this clown doesn't care about social justice. Actually, doesn't care about people's livelihoods, his own kind. And again, that's why just because they may look like you doesn't mean they're for you. You know, these people aren't. aren't you got to watch out for these people. But I just wanted to talk about this. Because it's something I've been eyeing about, but I'm glad to have talked about that. But we're going to hit on Joe Rogan before we before we go. I'm going to play. Let's see. Blow this up. We're going to play. Um. Joe Rogan's clip on Instagram giving context to this whole N-word controversy. And and actually, before I do, the fact, the fact of the matter is the reason why people are mad that Joe Rogan, you know, the reason why people are upset at Joe Rogan is not because he said the N-word. The reason why they're upset at him is because uh, news outlets like you know, Twitter, CNN, all these outlets are telling people, hey, be mad at this person because we found something, took it out of context and tried to, you know, cancel Joe Rogan. And in fact, uh, people knew it was bullshit. People knew it was lies from the jump. And the fact that he's been doing a phenomenal job on his platform, talking to people, having long-form discussions from people from all walks of life. You have doctors, you have uh, MMA fighters, actors, actresses, comedians, politicians, without, without any sort of NPR filter, just meaningful conversations, getting to hear all sides. 
something that the mainstream media isn't going to do and they haven't done. And that's why people have lost trust in the mainstream media for that reason. And that's why they're going to Rogan. Everyone is, everyone who is anyone is going to watch Rogan. That's why Rogan has literally the biggest podcast on the fucking planet. And the mainstream media is picking up on that. They hate that. And this whole thing started because he had doctors on, and especially one doctor, um, Dr. Robert Malone, who is the inventor, ooh, the inventor of the RNA vaccine technology. And people didn't like that. There are a lot of people saying, oh, he's spreading misinformation about vaccines. And instead of proving, you know, proving him wrong, they're not going to do that. They didn't do that. Instead, they just said that he was doing it because, oh, well, this is how I feel. Right? And bring up clips. Hey, can you refute what, what, what Dr. Malone said? Can you refute what this other doctor said? Can you refute any of, this, any of these things? They're not. They can't. So instead, what they do is they go and find something they could, they could use against Rogan to try and cancel him. And then comes the N-word. And we're going to play this right now. And just remember to play the gosh darn it audio. Right, so here we go. Um, I'm Hold on a second. Hello, friends. Um, I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N-word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me of 12 years of conversations on my podcast, and it's all smushed together, and it looks fucking horrible, even to me. Now, I know that to most people, there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word, never mind publicly on a podcast. And I agree with that now. I haven't said it in years, but for a long time, when I would bring that word up, like if it would come up in conversation and stay, instead of saying the N word, I would just say the word. I thought as long as it was in context, people would understand what I was doing. Like that context was part of the clip we were talking about Red Fox, how Red Fox said that word on television in the 1970s and how times have changed so much since then, or about how Richard Pryor used it as one of the titles of one of his albums, or I was quoting a Lenny Bruce bit, or I was quoting a Paul Mooney bit, or a, I was talking about how Quentin Tarantino used it repeatedly in Pulp Fiction, or I was talking about how a Netflix executive ironically used it because he was trying to compare it to another offensive word and he said it out loud and they fired him not calling anybody or just saying the word out loud i was also talking about how there's not another word like it in the entire english language because it's a word where only one group of people is allowed to use it and they can use it in so many different ways like if a white person says that word it's racist and toxic but a black person can use it and it could be a punchline. It could be a term of endearment. It could be lyrics to a rap song. It could be a positive affirmation. It's a very unusual word, but it's not my word to use. 
I'm well aware of that now, but for years I used it in that manner. I never used it to be racist because I'm not racist, but whenever you're in a situation where you have to say, I'm not racist, you fucked up. And I clearly have fucked up. And that's my intention to express myself in this video, to say, there's nothing I can do to take that back. I wish I could. Obviously, that's not possible. I do hope that, if anything, that this can be a teachable moment. Because I never thought it would ever be taken out of context and put in a video like that. And now that it is, holy shit, it looks bad. And it it's part of also me doing this podcast for thousands of hours, thousands of episodes, over 12 years. I said a lot of fucking stupid shit which is fine when you're talking about most things, but not when you're talking about race. I wish that more people took the whole issue of race like Joe Rogan does in the sense that the dude has no racist bone in his body. The fact that he feels like, hey, and it's, it's a little naive, and lately he's been awakening to the fact that the other side doesn't play fair. He, he only has gotten political in the last year or so. And he's starting to realize that, hey, like, can't be so naive when it comes to a lot of these things because the other side ain't playing fair. You may have, you know, good intentions, but these people don't. And if people took Rogan's, his his logic when it comes to race, just treating people, all people like equals. I feel like the world will be a fucking better place. But of course, this world relies on divisiveness. This world relies on uh, people fighting over trivial things. You know, your friend, you know, going against your friends, your your neighbors, your family members, you know, your, your colleagues, etc. It's always a doggy dog world. And we're taught to only magnify our differences and, and to be uh, basically to be victims. I have a victim complex, a victim mentality, and never rise above, you know, rise above things just to stay where you're at and to pull others down to your level. Because again, if this word is such is so bad, why do black people claim, oh well, we took a negative turn to a positive, but then you get angry when a when a non-black person says, it. and also you do let other races slide saying it. You let Arabs use it. You know, you let lighter skinned Hispanic people use it. I'm just like, whoa, like kind of too comfortable using that word there but you know of course no one's gonna say anything you know and again if we're so big or we're beyond all this then we shouldn't get offended when other people say it. we should laugh especially when it's used against us that they claim that rogan did but he didn't fucking lie as he's gonna explain in the book we should laugh if we're so big and we're the ones who created the math and the sciences and built the fucking pyramids 
and we can turn negative into a positive, then we shouldn't get mad when someone uses a six-letter word that isn't black. And even when things are 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 put into context, it doesn't matter. We got to cancel this person. We got to ruin their lives. We got to destroy their livelihoods because I'm offended by something that I say to my to my fellow black people, knowing that where the history comes from. But of course, but of course, we're told otherwise. And this is this his uh, not a killing dialectic, but this cognitive dissonance that we're told to, that we're basically been told to to think to conflicting views that cancel each other out, to opposing views that cancel each other out all the time, especially with this. I'm either for no one saying it or everyone saying it. Again, we're so big. Shouldn't be an issue. We shouldn't be offended when, when, you know, anyone else says it. Especially when it's not said in a, ra- in a racist way, when it's not said towards any black people. Even when you quote it, it's a problem. You quote what someone said when they use the N-word, it's a problem. It's like, how asinine is that? But let, let's let Rogan finish. And there's another clip that I have to address. There's a clip from 11 years ago. I was telling a story in the podcast about how me and my friend Tommy and his girlfriend, we got really high. We were in Philadelphia and we went to go see Planet of the Apes and we didn't know where we were going. We just got dropped off by a cab and we got dropped off in this all black neighborhood. And I was trying to make the story entertaining. And I said, we got out and it was like we were in Africa. It's like we were in Planet of the Apes. I did not, nor would I ever say that black people are apes but it sure fucking sounded like that and i immediately afterwards said that's a racist thing to say planet of the apes wasn't even in africa i was just saying there's a lot of black people there but then i went on to talk about what a positive experience it was and how much fun it was to go to see this movie in a black neighborhood it wasn't a racist story but it sounded terrible and like i said you can have clunky stories about anything, but not about race. And so I deleted that whole podcast, but obviously somebody made a clip out of it and taken out of context. It looks terrible, but it looks terrible even in context. It's a fucking idiotic thing to say. And I was just trying to be entertaining. I certainly wasn't trying to be racist. And I certainly would never want to offend someone for entertainment with something as stupid as racism. My hope is that, look, I can't go back in time and change what I've said. I wish I could. Obviously, that's not possible. But I do hope that this can be a teachable moment for anybody that doesn't realize how offensive that word can be coming out of a white person's mouth in context or out of context. My sincere and humble apologies. I wish there was more that I could say, but all of this is just me talking from the bottom of my heart. It makes me sick watching that video. And again, this is why you never apologize to the mob. And 
it's it's why when dealing with cancer culture, dealing with the mob, he's got to say, listen, I said what I said. I can't go back and say it um, because it's in the past. All I can do is just learn from what I said. And, and, and it's funny with these liberals that once you, people go back and dig up stuff on people, thinking that, okay, this is how they were, so this is how they are now. Not knowing that, hey, people change. People's views change. And it's just proof that that's how these people really are. These people that want to cancel everyone for saying something offensive many years ago, decades ago, it shows in their heart they have those same closeted issues. Because if they got to go and dig something up from decades ago and they refuse to understand that, hey, people's views change. Not everyone stays the same. Not everyone has outdated views and outlooks on life. Because, like, last time I checked, people were able to change. But it seems like them themselves are able to change. So they just try to find people who are just like them or worse. They try to cancel them so that way they can get virtual signaling points so they can look good, you know, look good, you know, with the mob. Like, hey, I canceled someone. They're like, you're appeasing the, the cancel culture gods, and it's it's crazy. And that's, again, never apologize. Just stand firm, say, fuck you. That was, that was them. This is not, I'm not the same person I was uh, 10 years ago. No one is. People change. It's just these people refuse to understand that as the reason why we have cancel culture. And the fact that Joe Rogan's platform is is fucking huge. And we're going to stop right there. And I want to I wanna share this last article here because it it goes without saying. This goes without saying with 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 Dwayne. You know, it goes without saying with, with, with Dwayne and the fact that he pulled back his support from Joe Rogan because Don Winslow complained to him, you're a hero to many people, but using your platform to, to defend Joe Rogan, the guy that you use and laugh about using the N-word a dozen of times. Straight up lies. Lies. And of course, this is The Rock's way of saying, hey, don't cancel me. I learned my lesson. I know my place. And this is not the first time that people have just left people out to dry. Uh... Dave Chappelle's friend, a Patton Oswald, he he did the same thing. He was he took a photo with Dave after his show, Dave Chappelle's show. I think they were like right next to each other, and of course, people got wind of it. They said, "Oh my God, how dare you!" It's like literally, people are attacking a black man because he's taking a photo with his friend. And of course, Patton Oswald went and wrote this long, cringy apology post on Instagram. 
and just ruin, just destroy the friendship uh, just dozens of years just because he appeased the mob. And this is no different here. He had Joe Rogan's back, and then suddenly, what are you doing? Because, of course, check marks, they keep their check marks in place for the most part. And, of course, it came out that, of course, because, hey, people were doing this to Rogan, taking stuff out of context, lying about Rogan. But, of course, these people that say, hey, it's a learning moment for me, but what about this here? Shh, don't be, don't be angry, Miss Katie. It's not our fault you're turning training tricks to put yourself through nursing school. Shh. And the the people were, of course, flaming him on on Twitter, of course. And hey, what 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 will his sponsors think of this? Because Blaine, there's a blatant show of uh, trans, uh, you know, trans being transphobic. But of course, because we we gotta play this, we gotta play this here. Wait, hold on. Gotta show the audio. Let's go back. Stone Cold, and who did? Who's going to step forward? Now, Mick, if you need even further clarification, let The Rock tell you in Chinese. Look at, look at. Chinese? Ding bang, ding dong, he's Stone Cold, I is ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It's funny. This is still, uh, this is still funny. Uh, this is still funny. Uh, after, you know, even with context, and before or after context is given, it's still funny because I remember that episode of SmackDown when the whole storyline on Raw that, uh, uh, WWE, well, WWF at the time, people, you know, people were, were wondering who ran over Stone Cold. And it all pointed to The Rock because The Rock had more to gain and it was his car that was used to run over Stone Cold. And it turned out that it was actually Rikishi because it was going to be someone else, but then they, they had it be Rikishi because it was going to be Triple H, but they had uh, Rikishi be the one that ran over Stone Cold. You know, inside of stuff, but you know, let's see, let's play this. Bloated transvestite Wonder Woman, like a bloated transvestite Wonder Woman, <laughs> ready to fight crime. Pew, 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 pew. <sighs> and he said this on live TV, um, I think back in, oh, damn, when was this? This is when The Rock came back. Damn, when was this? But yeah, just, just, these times and the thing is that that we uh we love the rock when he when he was just making fun of everybody because back then you could and it was like wow like now SAWs will just yell for all eternity they will go to the highest mountain i mean if they could climb because most aren't 
in shape to climb up a high mountain and, and scream. But they would scream regardless. Now you can't do that. You, you can't make fun of everyone. Every Everything is so sanitized because you got to worry about offending people. But of course, when people were bringing this clip up, especially this one, they were saying, hey, you can't say that. That was years ago. That was a different time. But of course, you didn't give that leeway to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan was obviously not a racist. And you you took some these people took some out of context to get Rogan canceled. But then when we when people were doing the same thing, hey, what up? You're, this is very hypocritical. What about this, you know, Dwayne? What about this? And they were like, oh, uh, oh, that, that, that's different, bro. That's a different time, bro. Like you can't do that. That's different. You gotta love it when the shit is aimed at their direction. They'll go, no, no, no. You can't do that. You can't say that. It's crazy. It's just it's just double standard with all this. So that's why it sucks to say because fan of of Dwayne, I'm, I'm fan of The Rock, but someone that has so much muscle, someone that 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 is, you know, just has, has a crazy physique, can be so. It can be so fucking spineless. And let me stop sharing the screen and let me share this. And we're going to end it. Let's see. So media spreads misinformation on Rogan to prevent him from spreading misinformation. Uh, U.S. podcaster Joe Rogan has been under fire, under intense, uh, the fire, has been under intense scrutiny by the media for spreading misinformation. In order to stop the dangerous renegade conversationalist, the legacy media has begun spreading misinformation on their own about Joe Rogan in order to stop the spread of misinformation. He's spreading misinformation. He's uh, saying that COVID isn't real calling black people discussing names, lies, lies. Not just quoting other people using the N-word said, CNN's Jim Acosta, lies. Not to mention he's stated that the vaccine makes you radioactive. Masks make you infertile. Then go on to say, the only way to fight misinformation is to spread our own misinformation even faster said CNN's Brian Stelter in an impassionate segment. The difference is that we spread misinformation for your own good, unlike Joe Rogan, who says he believes whatever he wants, like a big fat jerk. <laughs> who who are you calling a fat jerk when, Brian, you should look at yourself. But again, these vampires, they cannot see their own reflection because they refuse to look at themselves and reflect on what who they are or what they've done. Uh, we actually have an agenda and we know what's best for you. You got to love it when they say we have an agenda and we know what's best for you. You got to run for the fucking hills. Run for the fucking hills. Yeah, this is what I wanted to share. And then we'll call it a night. We'll call it a show. Um, damn it, hold on.
sure. All right, let's play this. Apologies for that. Which sounds great, but not all opinions are created equal. Now, listen here, Sonny Jim. You're not only making people not trust you, you're making them not trust me. Who just wing it, who make it up as they go along. And because figures like Rogan are trusted by people that don't trust real newsrooms. Well, like, why don't people trust me? They trust Rogan, but I'm perfectly trustworthy. Look how loose my tie knot is. Joe Rogan's irresponsible. He took horse maggot medicine the other day. Now tell me, sir, and don't tell me anything other than this. Should there be a war? Yes, there should be a war. Interview's done. I'd like to see you do that, Joe Rogan. Which sounds great, but not all opinions are crazy. <laughs> this fucking clown, man. This Brian Stelter, he really does look like Mr. Potato Head. And he was actually crying on Twitter and on CNN that people were calling him Mr. Potato Head. I mean, hey, the shoe fits. You know, the shoe fucking fits, right? And the fact that these people are saying, yeah, we know what's best for you. We know what's good for you. So you shut up. You stop listening to people to actually having real conversation and affecting real change and listen to us because we're starving for viewers. We're hemorrhaging viewers. People don't want to watch us. So we're upset and good. Like legacy media should die. CNN should die because they've been nothing but distrustful divisive and biased to all hell and that is fact and people that still listen to them i mean hey we need some entertainment this is entertainment here so i mean if you're gonna listen to cnn it's for entertainment and a lot more people can do a better job of reporting the news than you can with you know your suit you know the npr voice well not him, but other people in CNN with the NPR voice, with the million dollar studio, with the whole nine. People can do it better. And that's why they're pissed off. So that being said, well, so that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to the Room Prime podcast because I say, sir, can Joe Rogan do that? I think not, sir. <laughs> Trying to have a little fun, but I appreciate you guys listening all the way through this podcast. We've we hit right on the money, an hour and thirty minutes. I think that that's solid, solid amount for a podcast. But uh, again, uh, appreciate you listening all the way to the end. I do, I do sincerely, sincerely appreciate. I'm, I'm glad I'm back. Lord willing, I'm gonna gonna bring a new episode every week on audio and in video so if you want to uh listen to this on youtube please follow and subscribe on well please subscribe to youtube and that is youtube.com slash room prime tv and also my twitter room prime underscore three website room prime tv.com and and the next couple of weeks, I'll be uh, fixing up the website, cleaning it up. Um, it's hard work running a website. Like, it's it's much harder than I thought, but um, I will get some help for that. But, uh, but we're here, and I'm glad to be back doing this. So, guys, remember, remember, it's technically Thursday. Enjoy the rest of your work week. 
have an awesome weekend, have a drink for me. And Lord willing, I'll be back next week. And we're going to have a nice, we're going to have a, if more news, of course, more news will come out. But uh, Lord willing, I'll be back next week. And we're going to talk about G4. We're going to, we're going to hit on that. So uh, guys, love you. Appreciate you. You guys are the MVPs. You are the best. And with that being said, I've been Room Prime. I will see you next week, Lord willing. And peace. Fuck my